Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What? Over? Did you say over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. Was it over when the... Germans bomb Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. And it ain't over now. Cause when the going gets tough! The tough get going! Who's with me? Let's go! Come on! Well, when in doubt, Mike Sielski, I go to 1970s movies, and I figured, what more appropriate than that? Good morning, everybody. I'm Glenn Mack now here in the Delaware Valley. Mike Sielski, my partner in Houston. Today, I, I trust that your flight and your hotel and all that was good, Mike? All is well uh, in the world of national travel, I guess you'd call it, Glenn. So I am settled in here in Houston and ready to cover Game 6 tonight. Good. Well, here we go. Here we are. You know the facts. Phillies down three games to two tonight. Tomorrow, we hope. Houston win both games. Your world champions and Mike Phillies fans need to I mean, cross their fingers, hope that Zach Wheeler is as great of the, as they have seen him many times before, hope that that hot, cold offense gets hot again, hope that no hard grounders get hit to Reese Hoskins, uh, try to live <laughs> for tomorrow. Um your your thoughts on today? We're gonna we're, in a couple of minutes go back and review the other night, but just kind of your thoughts on today. Um, and again, actually, before I ask you that, before I ask you, I'm not okay. sure that how much you got to get the pulse of the city down there, and versus like, eating barbecue and drinking beer with your colleagues, <laughs> which I assume was part of it. But give us the picture from. Well, they call it Space City, right? It's not H-Town. Yeah. H-Town H- is Havertown, <laughs> where I live, mind you. Yeah, you, you uh, know, it's, um, yeah, it's interesting, Glenn. So I got up this morning and uh, was on my way to uh, the studio here in, in Houston where I'm doing the show. And I get into my elevator, and who is already there but Mike D'Antoni, former uh-huh. NBA head coach, former mm-hmm. Sixers assistant coach. And so we're chatting on the ride down to the lobby, and he says, first thing he says to me is, boy, tough situation there. And I say, yeah, you know, Harden's hurt and Embiid hasn't been in the lineup, but Tyrese Maxey's playing well. And he says, oh, no, 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 I meant the Astros. Um, so that was the start of the morning. And then I got into my, my Uber uh, to ride over to the station here, and I'm chatting with my driver. And I said, are, are people here into the Astros are they is the city wrapped up in the World Series and he says yeah but what we're really ticked off about 
is that story about how the Astros couldn't get served at Angelo's Pizza and Mike's uh. Barbecue. <laughs> By the so way, was he, it was 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 a was wrong? It was, yes, it, they couldn't get served yes. because the restaurants weren't staying open that late. One wasn't staying open that late. The other could not handle an order that or didn't do that kind of cuisine. Right. That's the right. Astros had asked for Latin food from a barbecue yeah. restaurant. Yes. Right. Um, so that that story is incorrect. But yeah, okay. so I'm glad they're worked up about that. <laughs> I was going to say, needless to say, Glenn, I did not run into anybody wearing orange, yellow, white striped t-shirts screaming yeah. their faces off at the prospect of an Astros World Series and well, World Championship. Go. All right. Let, so. let, let us spend a minute, Mike, just um, kind of reviewing Game 5 the other night. It was a tense, exciting game, ultimately disappointing, of course. It was there to win. <sighs> Phillies left 12 runners on base. They went 1-7 for seven with runners in scoring position. Houston takes it 3-2. to two. Shield Kapadia uh, of the Athletic had a very interesting note and i'm not i mean I'm, I'm not as big on these kind of things you know as others are but there were 16 balls the other night hit at an exit velocity of 95 plus the phillies had 11 of them mm-hmm. there were 12 balls hit with an expecting batting average of 500 plus the phillies had nine of those and of course they missed chances to score in the second third fifth sixth and eighth and mike if if they lose the series that's going to be the game that stings. More than the no-hitter to me. Yeah, I agree with you, Glenn. Um, and in a series, uh, in any postseason series, right, uh, time is crunched. Y- you can look at long se- long-term trends over a full season all you want, but in a postseason series, moments matter. And you go back to the moment, for instance, I guess it was the bottom of the eighth inning where the Phillies have first and third with one out, and... Brandon Marsh strikes out and you know Brandon Marsh is the ninth hitter in the lineup and has been pretty good for the Phillies since he came here Uh, but that's a moment where you need a hitter to put the ball in play and for all the talk of as you said the exit velocity and the number of balls that the Phillies hit hard in game five they didn't hit the ball hard in that moment and and they needed that and then of course Kyle Schwarber comes up next and uh, you have uh, the first baseman holding Gene Segura on, and Schwarber hits an, hits an absolute rocket down the first baseline right at the first baseman. Yeah. So uh, bad luck there. Um, but yeah, their first that, baseman that's actually it. caught the ball. Yeah. How about that? Um, you know, something we're not accustomed Unique. to seeing lately. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think if if the Phillies end up losing this series, Game Five is going to be the one uh, that we look back on and say that was their opportunity and they didn't take it. Okay. So. Moving on, what has to happen now is that Rob Thompson and the players have to, as they have said and others have said, have the flush it out mentality, right? This is this is a team that has done that before. This is a team, of course, we know that was twenty one and twenty nine at the end of May. This is a team that was twelve and a half games back in the National League East. Well, they didn't win the East, but nonetheless, those other teams are gone. This is a team that has shown resilience. But this is their first elimination game of the postseason, and they need to win against an Astros team that had a mere 108 wins during the regular season against an Astros team that never seems to make an error or mistake. Uh, and tonight against the lefty Framber Valdez, a 2022 All-Star who has given up just three runs and three starts this postseason. Of course, he won game two of the series, gave up one run in, I think it was six and two-thirds innings touched his glove in his pocket and did all kinds of weird stuff. But <laughs> the, what has to happen tonight, uh, first and foremost, 
is the Phillies have to figure out a way to reach this guy. Yeah, they do. Uh, they didn't hit him much in game two. Uh, and they were down quickly in that game as well, which kind of amped up the pressure on them to to try to forge another comeback, and they weren't able to do it. Uh, yeah, look, let's be honest about some things here. Um, they need some of their big hitters to turn things around. Uh, JT Romuto, for instance, and I'm sympathetic to the idea that, that JT is just maybe worn down at this point. He's caught yeah. something like 250 more innings than any other catcher uh, in the major leagues, but since hitting that game-winning home run in Game One, uh, he's one for 17 with 11 strikeouts. Now, y- you hope that that long fly ball he hit in the ninth inning that Chaz McCormick made such a great play on gets him squared up again. Um, I watched that thing 30 times, and every time I think it's going to fall in. Yeah, yeah, and sh- and it, give all due respect to Chad McCormick, a Westchester native and Millersville alumnus, uh, mm-hmm. because it was a great potentially game-saving play. Great catch. Yep. Uh, Reese Hoskins is hitting 142 in the series. Um, Nick Castellanos is 3-for-20 and has come up in some spots where he, he could have done damage and was unable to do so. So the Phillies need these guys to get going. You, you can't rely on just Bryce Harper and Kyle Schwarber to be heroes time and time again. So... Uh, if they're going to solve Valdez tonight, I think it has to start with those three guys. I think that's a great way to put it. By the way, 215-592-9494, 215-592-9494. We are looking forward to talking to you today. Uh, the other big issue that we're going to see tonight, and we'll see how this plays out, is Zach Wheeler. Um, yeah. Fatigue. Something he is going to have to overcome. So to recap, he missed a full month late in the season. He had right forearm tendonitis, elbow inflammation, made three starts late in September, stretched out to 77 pitches, uh, was throwing 99 miles an hour, dominated the Cardinals, dominated the Braves, San Diego twice. You know, was they were saying he had the best whip in the history of the postseason, but last uh, Saturday night, I guess it was, uh, in Houston, game two, which Phillies lose five to two, he gives up those five runs, Six hits, three walks in just five innings. His velocity is clearly down. His command wasn't good. His quote the other day, and this one doesn't make me doesn't give me solace. It's just late in the season. It's a bad time for it to happen. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Mike, it is what it is. Is not the motto I want on the Phillies <laughs> twenty-two uh, season yearbook. You know. Yeah, it isn't. Um, I will say this, Glenn, if you're looking for a ray of optimism. I, I went through Wheeler's starts this season, um, and he made four starts in a similar situation to the one that's presenting itself tonight, in, in that he made four starts this season with at least six days of rest. Okay, And, and one of those starts, of course, was when he came off the injured list. Mm-hmm. Um, but over those four starts, he threw 22 and a third innings, he allowed only 13 hits and four earned runs, and he struck out 24 so the, and had a 1.61 ERA. So, yes, it's been a long season. Yes, those quotes are not exactly, uh, you know, give me the ball and get on my back, guys. But um, <laughs> Just get me to the plate, boys. I need that. Right, right, exactly. Um, but if you're looking for a silver lining, he's been excellent this season when he has had six days of rest. And this is about the best you could hope for at in the World Series, that your best starting pitcher had six days to recuperate. Uh, he said yesterday 
Uh, after throwing a bullpen the day before, I think the extra rest always helps, but the bullpen felt good. I think we're on track. So, you know, look, this is going to be one of those moments that kind of can help define Zach Wheeler's career in the same way that Kurt Schilling in Game 5 of 1993 helped define his career. like it. you know, throwing 140 pitches and change, um, the way that Schilling pitched in the 2001 World Series. Um, so, look, if you like drama, this is this is it. But I know people in Philadelphia don't like drama. They want seven runs in the first inning for the Phillies and cruise great. from there. <laughs> yes, let's, let's get that five-home run game again and just right. like not have to sweat it out. So do we believe in momentum? Um, because I really don't, and I know – you know, sometimes it's going your way, and, and, and the ball hit by J.T. Real Muto in the ninth inning. In, in other circumstances, that would have gone over McCormick's head or out of his glove, and, you know, the Real Muto would have been on third. Bryce Harper would have come up. There's the drama. We win. Um, and the Phillies have not gotten the big hits, right? The Astros' defense is so good that they've stolen a lot of them. But I will say I am of the mind that Momentum in baseball is the next starting pitcher. Yeah, I agree with you. I think this series has has kind of validated that, right? Um, the Phillies should have had momentum coming out of Game One, and the Astros came back and and won that game and won it handily. The Phillies should have had momentum coming out of Game Three, and they got no hit the next night. So, I, I don't think necessarily Phillies fans should be dismayed and saying, "Oh, well, the Astros have all the momentum now; they're rolling." Um, and so, therefore, the Phillies have no chance. You know, as we said, this team has been resilient. It would not be surprising to see them win tonight and force a Game 7, in which case, go ahead, flip a coin. Let's see what happens. Um, You know, I made a reference to somebody the other day. You know, the Astros played in a World Series not that long ago, in 2019, in which the home team didn't win a single game in Mm -hmm. a seven-game series against the Washington Nationals. The Nationals came out, won the first two games in Houston, the Astros came back, swept the three games in D.C., and everybody thought, here we go. The Astros are a dynasty. They won the year before. They won in 2017. They're going to win again this year. And the Nationals pitching staff came out and shut them down in games six and seven at Minute Maid Park. So uh, you're right. I think there is no momentum. I think it's going to come down to how well Zach Wheeler throws tonight and whether maybe the one guy who I feel comfortable with at this point in a clutch situation, other than Bryce Harper and Kyle Schwarber, uh, can Gene Segura, you know, pop ah, the ball through so the infield? Uh, yeah. yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. he's been the one guy who's kind of done that in this postseason where, you know, just get the bat on the ball in this situation. And he's done it a couple of times and done damage when he has. So maybe that's what they need. They need Segura to be up in a clutch spot. I that, that's, a, that's a fine point. I think get the early lead tonight. So, si- well, it's already a passive crowd, but silence it even more. Uh, get six solid from Wheeler. Um, you know, an early Schwarber home run to lead off would clearly make us all feel great. Have Gene Segura, as you say, kind of throw his bat outside the strike zone again and loop a single in the right field and, you know, drive in Real Muto or Castellanos or something. And look, this, this team is a wild card team. This team has overcome a lot so far. This team has defied expectations so much to get where they are I am not going to be the person to sit here today and tell you they can't do it again. One more time tonight. One extra swing goes your way. One Astro makes an error. Well, that would be novel. Uh, you know, you, you get one break 
What, what does he say in Bull Durham? One gork, one Texas leaguer. One, one ground ball with eyes. Right, one bleeder. <laughs> right. You get one or two of those, all of a sudden you got the lead, you turn it over to Sir Anthony and Alvarado, and all of a sudden we're talking about Game 7 tomorrow, and I think it's it, it will be something. I, I'll just say, we'll get some callers in here, um, and please don't take this as, as me implying they're not going to win today, because I, I, I mean, I certainly believe they've got a very good shot to do so. It's great to see. It has been great over the last month to see baseball back in Philadelphia. It was pretty dormant. Over the last, I don't know, decade, whatever. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, and and we remember now how great it was during those years from '07 to '11, and um, the forty-six thousand that have just packed the stadium and made so much noise. The incredible TV ratings here, the seeing everybody out in public wearing their Philly stuff, greeting each other with a Go Phils. It has been a great month, and I would certainly like to see it continue for two more days, Mike. Oh, I agree. It's um, it, it shows the value uh, and the magic of baseball, and this is coming again from somebody who has lost some of his passion for the sport in the last few years, uh, when it matters, uh, because there's a game every night, and the story is evolving and changing uh, every single day. Uh, that separates it from football. You know, everybody gets wrapped up in the Eagles when they make a run to the Super Bowl like they did in early 2018. Um, but it's different because there's a game every single night, and it takes you on this roller coaster um, from a Tuesday to a Wednesday to a Thursday to the off day, and you can't wait for Game 6 Saturday. Uh, you go into withdrawal because you've you've gotten into this rhythm of excitement every single night. And... Yeah, look, I think no matter what the outcome of this series, I think you're right, Glenn, that getting baseball back at the forefront of sports fans' minds in Philadelphia is nothing but a good thing. There you go. 215-592-9494. Let's talk to John and Manny Young starts us out this morning. Hey, John. Hey, Glenn. I think uh, I'm really positive. I'm trying to stay positive on the Phillies, but I think the big difference is uh, – when you got a guy on first and third, like when Marsh is up, uh, Harper, when he gets up there, he just like spreads out and just tries to put his bat on the ball. I don't think the rest of the guys do that. You know, just like put it in play. Yeah, well, I, I hate to say that's baseball these days, but it, yeah. it is so much that guys just every play or every at-bat swing for the fences. I thought there have been a lot of times this year – uh, when the Phillies, uh, John and Mike, you know, played mm. effective small ball under mm. Rob Thompson. I have not seen that so much during the World Series. They had the opportunity. You mentioned it. Mike, I'll, mm. I'll see how you feel, and then I'll go to John. Um, the other night, mm. when they had the situation with Marsh up, that a lot of people thought, hey, maybe that's a time to squeeze. Yeah, you know, I wondered about that too, Glenn, but that would be such a break from what they have done. Um, I can't think of another situation where they would have squeezed. Uh, and, you know, Marsh is your nine hitter. Um, at some level, he's got to be thinking, I'm not up here to do damage. I'm up here to put the ball in play. And just because he struck out doesn't mean he wasn't trying to put the ball in play. And I think the third factor you got to consider is that the Astros bullpen and pitching staff as a whole mm -hmm. is really good. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it is terrific. Again, they, they, were, good. they no hit the Phillies in game four. Um, so give some credit to, to their staff as well in that situation. Hey Glenn, I got a quick Eagles quote actually from Mike. Yeah. Um, for the Eagles say the impossible, say we get down there like a uh, 14 and 0 
Do you mm-hmm. play the guys the last couple games to break the Miami Dolphins undefeated record all the way or not? What would you do? I would. I would not um, cough up uh, the chance to go unbeaten. Uh, I, th- I, you know, I, I don't. It's oh, so. It would be so works. monumental. Until Jalen Hurts takes a cheap shot, my friend. I know, but it would be so monumental. Uh, you, you, you have to go for it, right? And I, I remember in I think it was two thousand nine. The Indianapolis Colts got to fourteen and zero, and Jim Caldwell rested Peyton Manning and and the starters, um, and they ended up not winning the Super Bowl anyway. Um, you know, I'm I'm more of the mindset. You got a chance for for immortality. You take it. I am not. Well, wouldn't like that. I am I is it Mercury Morris they do the toast every year. I am of yeah. the other mind. I want to win the Super Bowl. That is the only goal. I did not remember the Colts being 14 and 0. Of course they didn't win the Super Bowl. I would have remembered that. You had the whole thing with the Patriots that year against uh, when they lost to the Giants. Mm-hmm. Mike it, it's all fine and dandy until somebody gets hurt. And if that happens then you will regret it big time. I want the parade. They don't hold a parade for 17-0. They hold a parade for winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. I mean, look, there's, there's arguments on both sides, right? I mean, Andy Reid took a lot of criticism uh, in tw- 2004 when he rested the starters in the last couple of games uh, and especially got criticized because Terrell Owens had already been hurt, so there was fear that they're not going to be as good anyway, and now you're making them rusty. And then they came out and steamrolled the Vikings and Falcons and got to the Super Bowl anyway. Yeah, well, that's all I need. 215-592-9494. When we come back, we'll take your calls. We're also going to throw the Eagles into the conversation. They won on Thursday night. Some people not as impressed as maybe they ought to be. Mike and I will get into that. Mike Sielski is in Houston. I'm Glenn Mack now here in Philadelphia. 215-592. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.